To summarize, the specific cravings you feel and the habits you perform are really an attempt to address your fundamental underlying motives. Whenever a habit successfully addresses a motive, you develop a craving to do it again. In time, you learn to predict that, for example, checking social media will help you feel loved or that watching YouTube will allow you to forget your fears. Habits are attractive when we associate them with positive feelings, and we can use this insight to our advantage rather than to our detriment. How to reprogram your brain to enjoy hard habits. You can make hard habits more attractive if you can learn to associate them with a positive experience. Sometimes, all you need is a slight mindset shift. For example, we often talk about everything we have to do on a given day. You have to wake up early for work. You have to make another sales call. You have to cook dinner for your family. Now, imagine changing just one word. You don't have to, you get to. You get to wake up early for work. You get to make another sales call for your business. You get to cook dinner for your family. By simply changing one word, you shift the way you view each event. You transition from seeing these behaviors as burdens and turn them into opportunities. The key point is that both versions of reality are true. You do have to do those things, and you also get to do them. We can find evidence for whatever mindset we choose. Hey everyone, Andrew here, and welcome to the next episode of Beyond the Bike podcast. Hope you're all doing really well. And uh, it's been a couple of weeks there, so hopefully you're chipping away at um, you know achieving those check marks each day. You want to visualize, right? Like, what is it that atomic habit that I'm trying to create? Mind, body, soul, is it? Which category is it in? And what are the specific things that I'm going to do every day that those check marks that I try to go through that affirm that new identity, that that new atomic habit that I'm just trying to feed. And so uh, hopefully it's going well for you. I do want to say in order, I think, for people to be successful with this is you do have to have grace built into it. You have to have a lot of grace. You have to have the ability to bounce back from days where maybe you don't get as many check marks. And you just have to have that ability to know that that graph, that sustained growth uh, is going to happen. It's going to take time and, and the line is going to move. It's going to move a little up and then it's going to move a little down and then it's going to level off and then it moves up again. But I think it's just being having a really good understanding of that. I think it's also understanding that anything that we're trying to do that is going to bring sustained growth in our life, a lot of it is going to be hard. It's going to be harder work than, you know, just kind of sitting there on the couch with the old phone scrolling through social media or or watching a a binge watching a series. That's easy. Those are the easy things that we can do, right? We think of our nutrition and just reaching into the cupboard and grabbing a roll of cookies. That's easy to do. So again, we're doing hard stuff, right? We're doing hard stuff here. And I think that's part of it is, is just understanding that. And, um, but the, but the reward is incredible, right? Like when you can unlock new levels and achieve new um, versions, best versions of yourself, it's, there's a feeling in that I don't think can be replicated by all of the bad habits that we have or the things that we, we do to comfort ourselves. And that's where we are this week. Uh, at this point in the book, I remember... 
uh, way back when, when I first went through the journey. Chapter 10, how to find and fix the cause of your bad habits. And I like this chapter. I think it's an important one because at the end of the day, right, I can be really trying to chase greatness in one area of my life. But if other areas of my life are riddled with bad habits or have bad habits in them, then sometimes it can, those bad habits, because they're ingrained and they've been with us our whole life, it can make it counterproductive to what we're trying to achieve. And I think that's another reason why when you, when you go down this journey of really committing to this vision of, you know, James Clear and the atomic habits, you start to understand or have a better understanding that, yes, I'm going to be able to create a system that's really good, but it's not going to be enough. And so I'm going to actually, if, if I really want to be at the best of my ability in the gym, if I want to be at the best of my ability riding the Peloton bike, that I'm going to have to develop other systems. And in those systems, you're going to find bad habits. And those bad habits, whoa, they're hard to fix. They can be so hard to fix. But there's a trick, right? There's a few tricks that James Clear talks about. And we're going to talk about it just briefly today. And then maybe you can spend the next week or so thinking about some of those bad habits that you have. And if you can start maybe just chipping away um, at one or two of them over the next month and a half, that would be huge, huge success, right? So first off, that initial quote, uh, coming back to it, uh, talks about the idea of, you know, I don't have to do this every day. I get to. And I think that a lot of it just has to do with the, mi the mindset of gratitude that I'm, you know what, I'm given another day on this planet and um, I'm blessed to have been given a body to be able to get on that old Peloton bike and, 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 and spin away, right? I get to do it. I don't have to do the ride today. I get to do the ride. So just approaching things more from a mindset of, of gratitude and a mindset of, I get to do it. And as you're probably well aware, and, and maybe you're not, um, motivation cannot be the driving force of your plan because motivation comes and goes. So you have to have things built in uh, that really don't require motivation. And I think that that mindset piece is, is part of it, where you're able to just quickly have a key phrase you know, when you're sitting there on the couch scrolling through social media and you're just, uh, okay, I'll get it. Okay, I'll get it done before 7 a.m. And then 7 a.m. comes around. Okay, you know what? Don't worry. I'll get it done before noon today. And then noon comes around. Okay, you know what? I'm serious. This afternoon before 5 o'clock hits, I'm going to get it, <laughs> you know. Okay, you know what? Before I go to bed. And then before you know it, you haven't done it. Right? But that you're kind of sitting in that mindset of, um, I have to do it versus I get to do it. And so maybe you can try that this week. You know, if you're, if you're sitting there and you're not really doing anything too productive, maybe you can just say to yourself, you know what, I get to do this and I'm going to get up and do it now. Five, four, three, two, one, go. And um, give that a go. See how, how it, uh, it works for you. This week on the podcast, it's really just, you know, how do we find and fix the cause of your bad habits? And I think 
the first piece and James Clear talks about it is we just have to see things for what they are and, and start to make some of the bad habits just unattractive, very unattractive. And so I, I can use, I'll use food for, for an example. Start to look at everything that you eat uh, during the day. And again, it's not about going to the grocery store and, you know, getting all the foods and this and that and the other thing. If we have a bad habit of maybe not eating well all the time, we will find the food. <laughs> you will find the food. And um, so you have to kind of kind of switch that mindset around and, and start to see food for its basic necessity. And food's basic necessity, it's not to make me feel good. Sorry to tell you. <laughs> it's really just to uh, give you the energy that you need to uh, live every day. And so then you can start to put categories on it and go, there's attractive energy and unattractive energy. And this row of cookies that's really good would go really good with a nice glass of milk. But you know what? That is not a, an attractive food source. It's an unattractive food source and it's just attached to an emotion. Right? There's an underlying thing there that I'm just trying to uh, appease and those cookies will do it in the moment. So that worked really well for me and it's, it continues to work well. Um, you know, it's just kind of being aware of, okay, so I have a choice. I can have a really healthy breakfast or I can have a very unhealthy breakfast. The unhealthy breakfast is not, it's, it's not, it's unattractive. It's not going to help me one bit. Once I've done my exercise in the morning, it's not going to replenish my uh, muscle uh, tissues at all. It's actually going to be counterproductive. And so maybe that you can start to think about some of the habits that you have and start to see if you can attach a negative connotation to it, you know? And then every time you go to do that bad habit, think of that negative phrase, that negative sentence that you have, and see if you can replace it with something a little bit more attractive. And I'm telling you, it goes a long way in helping you find and fix the causes of your bad habits. And what it does is it starts to unlock new levels in other systems because by default, right, you might not even be focused on your nutrition as much as your exercise, right? So as long as I get my exercise in, then that's all that matters. And then I can have the rest of the day where I'm derailed and I'm eating whatever. It's counterproductive. But if you actually just start to find the, the causes of the bad habits, you replace, you identify and attach a negative behavior to it or negative emotion to it, a negative idea to it, and you replace it with something more attractive, then what happens is you're actually creating a system and you're not even aware of it. And then over time, you know, instead of having the bagel with cream cheese, chocolate milk combo every morning for breakfast, like I did for a long time, believe it or not, can't believe it. You replace it with a protein shake, low uh, sugar, and super healthy, lots of protein, with a nice little banana peanut butter wrap and a whole wheat piece of bread, one piece of bread. And instead of having that, uh, again, right, at, in the beginning, the bagel cream cheese chocolate milk combo is way more attractive than the protein shake banana wrap. But over time now, I actually have a craving for the protein shake and banana wrap. But 
that's not the way it was, but you have to replace it. You have to address it. You have to attach a negative connotation to it or a negative idea to it. And then you have to replace it with something a little bit more attractive. And if you do that, uh, you're well on your way to find and fix the cause of your bad habits. And believe it or not, over time, they tend to dissipate and disappear and you become Um, you replace that behavior with something a lot more attractive. And in turn, what's really cool, what I find is it actually makes you feel better, right? So a bad habit of going to bed late. Well, you got to replace it with, well, going to bed late, not helping me, uh, fatigued, not getting the cellular restoration that I'm looking for. My exercise the next day won't be good. So those are all negative things attached to going to bed late. What am I trying to achieve? I'm trying to achieve wellness. Well, if I'm trying to achieve wellness, then I have to go to bed and get seven hours of sleep minimum for me. I get up in the morning, don't even need an alarm clock anymore. I'm up, I'm ready to roll. So those are some of the things that you're going to have to think about. And again, uh, you know, maybe my tone is a little bit more assertive this podcast, but it, it really is. It's yes, we can be traveling down the path of trying to establish these incredible, great habits. But at the end of the day, if you have other anchors into the water that are just going into the water that are happening, it becomes in some ways, huge counterproductive to what you're trying to achieve, which is becoming your best self. So yes, we can establish a goal. We can establish somewhere where we want to be. And we, we, can, we can attach all kinds of great things, to, behaviors to that. We're, we're actually executing every day. But you have to come to terms with the fact that if you have other things that you're doing that are counterproductive, in order to really get to the new levels and um, you know, unleash those new levels, you really have to address the bad habits and fix them. And that's how you do it. So again, this week, I wish you all the best. Think about it and just maybe just tackle one over the next two weeks. Don't try to do all of them. But if there's any bad habit that you think is not um, helping you achieve the goals that you're looking to achieve, try to find the real reason why you're doing it. Before you actually do that bad behavior, think about why you're doing it. Think of, attach that negative idea to it and see if you can just replace it with something more positive and you'll be well on your way. So listen, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Have a wonderful week. Uh, keep your head up, keep smiling, and just uh, just be kind and do your best. God bless you. Go get it.